You're listening to episode 81 of Alexa in Canada, the voice experience. She's got, she's got, skills. got skills. My name's Terry Fisher, and here's the deal. Voice technology is changing so fast, and I'm trying my best to keep up with it. I'm here to learn everything I can about Alexa, so you and I can figure her out, and so we can make our lives more organized, relaxed, stress-free, and even have some fun. Let's learn some skills. Hey there, and welcome to this week's podcast episode. I have a real treat for you today. This is some new technology that I recently became aware of, and I am fascinated by this. I have Giles Reese Jones, who is the CMO of a company called What Three Words coming on. And we're gonna talk about this technology and all the voice aspects to this as well. But just before we get to that, I do wanna remind you that this show is brought to you by Flash Briefing Formula, which is the complete flash briefing course. Everything that you need to get your flash briefing up and running, everything from uh, the idea, the the concepts behind the flash briefing, to the, the technical know-how, how do you actually put it together, how do you launch it, all the way up to the marketing. It is all covered for you at flashbriefingformula.com. The best part is it is entirely free. So I encourage you to check it out at flashbriefingformula.com. All right, so let's get to today's podcast. Like I said, I am really excited about this. This is some fascinating technology, technology that is having applications that literally is helping to save people's lives. It all comes down to addresses and how addresses, we all use them, but they are so out of date. Really, there is a newer way of finding a location on the planet, and what three words is all about that. And on top of that, uh, it's really, really exciting to hear the way that this company is now incorporating voice technology so that you can find any location on Earth by your voice. So again, it gives me great pleasure to bring uh, Giles Reese Jones, the CMO of What Three Words, onto the podcast. And without any further ado, let's dive into the discussion. Hey there, Giles. It's uh, great to have you on the podcast. Thanks so much for taking some time to uh, to join myself and the listeners. Uh, no worries. It's uh, it's great to be on the on the show. Awesome. Well, you've got some fascinating technology that I really want to uh, share with the listeners. But before we even get into the technology, maybe I can get you to introduce yourself and a little bit of your story and uh, what brought you to be with uh, What Three Words. Uh, so, uh, I'm Giles. I'm the Chief Marketing Officer of What Three Words. I have been at What Three Words for four and a half, near, nearly five years now. Um, I came from an advertising agency background, and I met this uh, team of people who had an amazing piece of technology, and I felt that I could, uh, I could help share it with the world. Um, and so, I've joined, and we've we've grown from five people in a shared office to now uh, 110 uh, across. With offices in four different parts of the world being used, being used all over the world. So it's been an exciting journey so far. Wow! And so, where are you based? Where are the offices right now? Uh, we have offices in um, London, which is our head office, uh, Silicon Valley, um, South Africa, and Mongolia. Oh wow! Interesting. All right, very cool. Uh, I'll get to the I'll get to the Mongolian part of the story later later on and explain specifically why. Okay. Well, let's let's get into it. Let's you know what three words. Um, I know a little bit about it. I think it's fascinating. Um, tell us the story. Like, how did this come about? Well, so what three words is a is a really simple way to talk about locations. Um, 
Chris, who founded the, the, the company, used to organize music events around the world and was constantly frustrated with bad addressing. And uh, band members and equipment would end up at the, the wrong place because he was, you know, doing a, a music conference in, uh, in uh, the hillsides in, uh, in Italy or, uh, or a large event at a convention center. And they, they, the addresses just didn't, didn't cover those places. So he was bemoaning this fact uh, with a good friend of his. And uh, they, they thought about uh, a potential solution. Now, Chris had tried GPS coordinates, you know, 18 digits of latitude and longitude. Um, but if you try and write those down or communicate to, to someone and you mix up a one or a seven uh, or a, a two and a five, you end up vaguely in the right direction, but not quite. Right. So he would have bands turning up an hour north of Rome instead of an hour south of Rome. So he thought there's got to be a better way of, of doing it. And him and his friend Mohan decided that actually – um, words are much more memorable and much easier to communicate. And so they worked out that if they cut the world up into uh, three meter by three meter squares, 10 foot by 10 foot squares, there's 57 trillion of them. Wow. And they, they needed a word list of 40,000 words uh, so they could give each one of those squares a three word address. So uh, that's exactly what the system does. We have given every three meter by three meter square on the planet, uh, a three word identifier, a three word address. Wow. That is remarkable. I was actually going to ask you how many squares is the earth made up of when you divide it into uh, 10 yeah. foot by 10 foot, 57 trillion. Wow. All right. 57 trillion. So I can say uh, apple banana spoon and I have referred to a three meter square somewhere, somewhere on the planet. Incredible, incredible. So I, so I have so many questions about this, but um, maybe the first, <laughs> maybe the maybe the first one is you have a list of forty thousand words. How did how did the company come up with that particular list? Is there something about those words that are unique, or something that makes them good words for an address? Uh, sure. So they, broadly, it's a, we started with a dictionary, and we went through the dictionary, and we took out. Rude words. Okay. Um, we took out um, hyphenated words and we took out homophones. So here is in to listen and here is in location uh -huh. uh, sound the same but are spelled differently. Uh -huh. So those had to go out. Um, and then we thought, okay, how can we make it much easier to use? And we thought, okay, let's put shorter, more memorable words in places where there are people. I'm here in London and I have got uh, lots of short memorable english words huh. uh whereas if i was in the middle of the oceans or in uh in northern russia there would be much longer uh um uh, english words so the other thing that we've done is we've we have uh done this in 36 different languages wow. so we have got in spanish and french and mongolian and russian um uh, and 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 then plenty more to come the, the other thing that's interesting that we did is we put um, similar sounding words really far apart. Hmm. So uh, table chair lamp is in America and table chair damp is in Australia. Now, the reason that we've done that, uh -huh. it's a non-hierarchical system. The reason we've done that is if you make a tiny error, it's really obvious that you've made that error. 
if I'm if I'm coming to your house in New York and I say, uh, take me to table chair damp, the system says, hold on a sec, that's in Australia. I think you meant table chair lamp. So we've got a, a, we've got a, an error detection system that's built into the system. So that's great. That works um, really well to make sure, like you said, that you're ending up in the right place. So I'm really curious now, how is this technology being used? Because I can see multiple scenarios where it's, it's really beneficial, but share with us some of the some of the really neat things that are being done with this. Yeah, so as you as you suggest, the applications for better addressing are are enormous. Now uh, we've got a free app uh, which anybody can download and anybody can use. It's on the it's on the app stores. There's also a website you can go to and, and use, and you can find a three word address and share it with someone. And so we're seeing lots and lots of uh, just people every day using it to meet up with their friends, um, to specify the start of running trails. Photographers are using us. Painters are using us. Anybody who is interested in going outdoors, campers, that sort of stuff. So, lots of people are using it, you know, just between between friends. Um, but we're also seeing an enormous number of our businesses use the system as well, um, and that splits into a, a number of different groups. Um, the, the reason the reason we've done this is street addresses are great in in many many circumstances, but often the pin will drop in the centre of the building. Um, and the building has got multiple entrances and exits, um, which means that as an individual, it's kind of frustrating for me to find the right entrance. I need to walk around for a few minutes. Mm -hmm. If I'm a delivery driver and I'm doing that a couple of hundred times a day, that's a significant cost. Mm -hmm. If I'm an emergency responder and I can't find the entrance to a building, then you know the implications can be a lot more serious. Um, and so we are being used by emergency services in uh, in the UK. We are being used by delivery companies all over the world. So people will add a three-word address to their existing street address. They'll say, I live at this street address. The entrance is at uh, word, word, word. And, uh, and so delivery drivers can find them. Um, and of course, many parts of the world don't actually have street addresses. So here I am in London. I'm looking out on a beautiful park. So if I wanted to meet people there uh, or an incident happened in, in the middle of that park, I couldn't really tell anybody about it. Hmm. So, uh, again, that's kind of how we're, how we're being used. And we're being used both as our app, but also we have code. And that's kind of how the, the, the business makes money is that we license our code to other businesses. So businesses that can make or save a lot of money using the system, um, we, we, we license our software to them. Wow, that's great. So I, I guess the question for me is this, is, this is obviously very new technology. I guess one of the challenges I would think, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, is that you know somebody wants to use it, but maybe the person receiving that address doesn't know that this exists. How are you basically you know, spreading the word that this yeah. is out there? And how are people becoming aware of the fact that they can even use it? Maybe one person has it and the other person doesn't. How, how do you address that challenge? Uh, so yeah, but, but behavior change is is interesting, and communication is is interesting. Uh, the the way that we uh, are, are growing is we have a business to business to consumer model. So uh, we're working with uh, brands. Uh, so travel companies use us a lot. So Lonely Planet is a is a guidebook. Uh, they've just produced uh, their latest guide to Mongolia, and they put three word addresses next to every single listing. So oh, wow. whether it's a bar, a restaurant, or a tourist attraction, they put three-word addresses there. So people are starting to list three-word addresses. And 
it's it's a pretty simple explanation. You go, this is the three word address of the precise three meter square of the entrance to this bar. Hmm. Um, and uh, when presented in the right way, people accept it and understand it and they're, they're fine with it. They don't, of course, need to have our app to be able to to navigate there, they can go to the go to the website, um, so they don't need to download any any more software. But then we're working with um, car companies, for example. Mm-hmm. So Mercedes-Benz have built our technology into their car, and um, they are telling all of their customers they're using it as a point of differentiation to say now actually you can use what three words in Mercedes-Benz, and they are pushing out adverts and content and social media saying this is a great new service you should use it. Likewise, the police services in the UK have built our software into their dispatch um, uh, systems. So if someone can phone up and give a three-word address, they'll put that into the system, and that means they can dispatch an officer or an ambulance to, um, to, the, to the right point. So they are telling everybody in the UK that this is the app you need to have just in case you get into a problem and you can't describe where the emergency is. Interesting. And is this being integrated or is it, are there plans to have it try to be integrated into the most typical apps that people use for, for location finding, just, you know, Google maps yep. and, and ways and, and that sort of thing. Yeah. So the, uh, the plan is to become a global standard. Um, we want, uh, people to see word dot word dot word and understand that's, that's an address. So they see it on the side of a building or, uh, they can, uh, say it into a smartwatch or they can type it into a search bar and it's it's recognized um, and we've got conversations going with all of the the big players that you might expect um, uh, for example the biggest social network in Korea is called Kakao mm-hmm. uh, Kakao is on 90% of telephones and they have just built us into their their mapping system and their mapping app so it's I guess the Google Maps of Korea. You you don't need to use our app at all. Actually, the the system is just um, is is built into their into their service. Um, so the idea is to become a global standard um, used across across everywhere. So yes, we're, we're we're targeting everybody that you've mentioned. Fantastic, fantastic. Now, of course, I, could, I mean, we could talk about the technology and what you're doing, uh, you know, at this level forever. But this is a voice technology podcast, and one of, the, or, I mean, one of the reasons I wanted to have you on was because I know that you are embarking on uh, voice technology in a major way with this with this company. Um, yeah. Talk to talk to me and the listeners a little bit about you know how voice technology is impacting this now and, and what you're doing in that in that area. Yeah. So the uh, voice voice has got an addressing problem. Um, uh, voice recognition, uh, is improving dramatically. Um, and it will get better and better and better. Currently it's a, it's a little bit patchy, but it will get better and better and better. Um, but what it won't do is solve the underlying problem of really bad addresses. Um, street addresses and postcodes and zip codes were built in a time to, uh, enable kind of postal delivery systems. They're not, they're not particularly accurate as we, as we've talked about. Um, but they're also really bad at spotting errors. There's a huge amount of duplication. So if I get into my car now, uh, um, or I use an app and I say, take me to Church Road, it says there's 14 Church Roads within a 10 mile radius of where you're, where you're sitting. Where, which one would you like? Hmm. And at that point, I've got, to, I've got to pull over, I've got to twist some knobs, I've got to press some buttons. It's really difficult to do that by voice. Sure. Um, uh, likewise, I think there's 653 Juarez streets in Mexico city, <laughs> or if I, if I'm in the, in the U S and I say, I want to go to, um, uh, take me to 420 first street. What you can't understand is the first two 
is that is that take me two or is that take me the number two? Sure. And then is that four two zero First Street or four two one Street? It, the huge amount of 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 issues with with street addressing. Um, so what three words has kind of been designed to be as easy to communicate as possible, which which means voice. And so because of the way we've distributed similar sounding words so far apart, if I do make a tiny error, it's really, really obvious because the car is only looking to where it can kind of reasonably drive to, which is 100, 200 miles. So it's only looking around the kind of car and therefore it can be incredibly accurate about what it suggests. Now, when you haven't got a screen and when it is just a voice interface, that becomes super important. Mm. You know, uh, Alexa, uh, for example, um, uh, I, it's very difficult to scroll through options on Alexa sure. by voice. It just, uh, how's it going to, how's it going to, to tell you that sort of thing? Right. So you need to be super accurate around, um, around voice input. Um, and so that's where we're seeing, that's why mobility partners and um, car companies are super interested in uh, in the technology because they know it's a real issue entering an address into a vehicle uh, is problematic um, uh, and and really difficult the best of times now I can jump into my Mercedes or I can jump into my Ford and I can say hey drive me to uh, table chair lamp and it knows it knows exactly where to go and that's the only one that can vaguely resemble where I want to go so it's it's accurate 98 percent of the time or something uh, something ridiculous like that fantastic and so you are in the process of developing a skill for alexa um for google as well for google actions what can you talk a little bit about the the uh the the, the applications that you're developing uh yeah we're looking at a number of different uh ways that you can that you can use this so we have uh developed some um beta products uh around for example ordering an uber to pick you up from a three-word address and deliver you to a three-word address. Hmm. Um, uh, and so you can, we've developed an Alexa, uh, a kind of a, a prototype of that, uh, which again is, is kind of super accurate. Um, the way that we um, have developed the technology is uh, we worked with a number of voice suppliers um, like Nuance and Soundhound um, to build on top of their voice recognition. Hmm. But what we needed it to do was a lot of the way that voice technology works is it tries to construct a sentence from words. Um, so we needed to train it to understand that actually what it's hearing is three separate words that don't actually relate to each other in terms of a, an understandable sentence. It needs to go, I, that's an address. So we're working with various different ways to do that through trigger words and things like that. So in Mercedes, you say, take me to what three words? And then instantly the car knows that actually the next three words it hears are an address. Uh, and okay. what, our, what our algorithm does very simply is convert those words to a pin on the map, converts those words to a GPS coordinate, which, uh, um, which, which the car can, can read and, and go to. And then the other thing that we had to do was train the system on different dialects and different accents. So we had 20,000 voice recordings done uh, around the world with multiple different accents and um, uh, and in, in different languages. Um, again, so we could kind of train the system to understand the differences between um, between different words. And so that in combination with the distribution algorithm and the fact that we've removed homophones and things like that uh, means that we can we can get really, really high level of, of, of accuracy. And so we're, we're developing our own skills that will be available to, um, to people. We've built voice into our own app. Mm -hmm. Um, so you can, um, you can 
uh, tell it a, a three-word address straight into our app. And then again, that's one of the um, the, the services that we sell through API or, or, or SDK. The other interesting thing is that the, the whole system works offline. So you don't need a data connection for this system to work. Oh, wow. Uh, it's an algorithm. So it's it's tiny, around 10 megabytes just for the English version. And then as you add languages, it, it, it increases. Um, and it's fixed and won't change. So again, that's another reason why uh, why um, everybody likes us is because um, you don't need an, uh, an address uh, update uh, at any point. They they know that it's um, that it's that it's never going to change. Interesting. I was actually thinking about that. I think you just answered this question, but I was wondering could 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 potentially a company ask for a particular three word address to be registered to that company's name or your your head office to be what three words as the address or that sort of thing. Yeah, so we um, uh, th- th- we can't uh, unfortunately accommodate that because because the, the system needs to be fixed. And if and if you if you allow changes, then you need to be constantly online and constantly changing and updating. And it and it messes with that distribution algorithm. So um, we've kind of democratized it and said, no, this is this is fixed. It's a it's a broadly random um, allocation. But interestingly, you can find some really interesting three-word addresses out there. There are some funny ones, some slightly rude ones. We found, um, we found uh, Vorsprung Dersch Technik, which is uh, the, in our German version, and that's the tagline for Audi cars. And Audi found out about it, and they went, oh, that's, that sounds amazing. Where is it? It turns out it was in the rainforest just outside of Sao Paulo. So they went on a road trip there in one of their in one of their big four by fours and everywhere they stopped they recorded the three word address of the little cafe they went to or the boat crossing and then eventually they managed to get into the uh, into the rainforest and and visit warsprung.dirt.technic so you find these interesting things um, uh, out there and 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 uh and brands and companies kind of gravitate to this we've 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 also been used in tv shows so ncis los angeles um uh, one of the team members gets kidnapped and they're going through her notebook and they find three random words circled uh, in her notebook. And they're like, what is this? And uh, one of the one of the other cast members goes, oh, that's what three words. Uh, they go to the map, they type it in, they find she's been kidnapped in, in Vietnam somewhere and they send in the choppers and, and rescue her. Uh, so it's a really uh, interesting system that is that, that, that people seem to uh, enjoy. So it's not only accurate and useful, uh, but but quite a lot of fun as well. That's great. That, oh, that sounds, it's very exciting. I have to say, I'm really, really uh, impressed with this. I have to come back to something that you touched on earlier, and maybe we'll finish off with this. The idea of having an office in Mongolia. What's the story there? Yes. So uh, Mongolia, um, vast country um, with a very nomadic population. Uh, they're moving around on a, on a fairly frequent basis. And we, we, we met them at the World Economic Forum. We met some of their uh, government officials and they embraced the system incredibly quickly and they were the first postal service in the world to use what three words so wow. uh, you can send a letter um, in Mongolia to a three-word address and the postal service will recognize that and deliver to that precise spot and what we've seen is actually there's a, an ecosystem growing up around what three words so you can get a taxi there Pizza Hut will deliver a pizza to a three-word address um, guidebooks the the, the um, tourism authority, and uh, we've just done a project with Airbnb. 
out there where they're getting nomadic tribes onto the Airbnb platform. One of the problems is that the, the tribes have to move every couple of weeks because they're reindeer herders and they're, you know, they've got to move to fresh pastures. Um, and so now every time they move, they update their three word address, which goes on to Airbnb, which means they can, they can be found. So you've got this really interesting ecosystem building up around, uh, around three word addresses in Mongolia. So, uh, we have a, we have a team out there. Wow, that's a really great story as well. Fascinating stuff. I love it. I love it. Um, and and obviously the voice technology, I can see that this is going to really have an impact as people start to use it more and more. Because like you, like you've described, it is. I mean, there's no arguing that it's obviously much easier to say three words than it is to try to figure out an address with numbers and all that kind of stuff. Like you like you uh, described. So fantastic. Um, where can listeners go to learn more about what you're doing and otherwise connect with the company if they want to find out some more information? Uh, easiest thing is uh, what3words.com. Um, you can go along to our site and, and play with the map and type in your street address and, and then zoom in and move around and, and see the three words that have been allocated to your, your front door or your back door or your, uh, your swimming pool, depending on, uh, on where you live, and, uh, and, and play around with the system. Or um, search for what3words on the app stores. Um, and then keep, a, uh, keep an eye out for, for more exciting voice news and, and the Alexa skill coming out um, uh, later on this summer. Fantastic. Well, Giles, thanks so much for, uh, for spending some time here. This is a really fascinating discussion. I'm really excited about the technology. And uh, I certainly am going to be following along what you guys do and uh, stay in touch. And perhaps we'll have you on in the future once the voice technology is out there and people are using it. And uh, uh, we'll, we'll continue to give updates to the listeners. That's awesome. Thanks very much. There you go. What do you think, huh? I think this is really, really cool technology. It makes me realize how we just use these old systems, ways of doing things that really are so outdated and it takes somebody to be creative and to come up with a really unique concept. And now this company has literally completely changed the way that one can talk about a location on the entire planet. Really, really remarkable. And as the voice technology, the Lexi skill comes online. Uh, it's only going to add, I think, to the ease with which a person can use what three words. So very cool. Very excited to follow along. And uh, I will definitely have to provide you with some updates as, as things progress. All right. We're going to wrap things up today. Remember, the show notes for this episode can be found at alexaincanada.ca slash 81. And... Uh, a quick reminder once more, if you are looking to start a flash briefing and you're not sure how you're going to actually set up the technical aspects of it, how are you going to create your Amazon developer account, how are you going to actually put the flash briefing together from a technical perspective, don't worry, I got you covered. You just go to flashbriefingformula.com and it is there for your taking all for free. All right. Have a wonderful week. I'll talk to you again very soon. Take care. She's got, She's skills. got skills. skills.